Hey everyone, welcome to the Communication Coach Podcast, where I'm going to help you to create successful change through powerful and honest conversations. I am your host, Nikki Perfect. Hey everybody and welcome to episode 58 of the Communication Coach Podcast. I hope you're well, hope you're having a great week, whatever you're doing. And today's episode is going to be about how to learn from emotional conversations. So I'll just tell you about an experience that I had recently whilst working in the coffee shop. Maybe you'll be able to relate to this and find a way of implementing it into your life. And I'll just discuss some of the things that I learned from it as well. So I always think where a conversation hasn't necessarily gone the way that you wanted it to, that we generally reflect on it afterwards and think, okay, so what was it about that? Why did I think this way? Sometimes we don't. Sometimes we're just so wrapped up in the yeah, but, yeah, but, yeah, but, and look at things from our own point of view that we don't stop and think about how could have I made that go better or what was it about that conversation that that didn't really work for me? Now, often you'll you'll hear people talking about self-awareness. Is it any have you done any personal development, finding out what makes you work and, and why you work in a particular way? Well, it's the same with a conversation. It's the same with communication. I'm a great believer. Whenever I teach negotiation or communication, it's not just about that tiny sector of life. It's actually about you as an individual and making you more aware. So it's more about personal development and how you can change. Now, you don't have to change. Of course, you don't have to change. There are always more than uh, one way of doing things. I'm not saying that this is always the right way. I'm just saying that in my experience, I have found that when we are able to take a step back from emotional conversations, have a look at them, there's often learning. And it's it's where we have uh, the less pleasurable experiences, or where we make mistakes, or where things have not gone quite the way that we want them to go is where we find the best learning and you'll probably look at your life and be able to relate to some aspects of that in the fact that you've you know you learn when you push yourself out of your comfort zone you learn when things don't go right for you and certainly having had you know my free businesses over the last year I can really relate to that I'm not saying that I (laughs) I was perfect as a police officer in negotiation because I wasn't and I'm writing a book at the moment and when I'm writing the stories I find that it's always the stories that haven't gone quite the way that I wanted to is where I got most of my learning from and then able to step back reflect and change that going into the next negotiation and it's the same with a conversation so I'm a great believer that uh, there's a something called Lockhart's principle which is about forensics in policing which says every contact leaves a trace and I'm a great believer that that is the same in conversation and communication every conversation you have with somebody you leave a trace you leave an impact you leave an impression of yourself so I guess the question that we should be asking ourselves is how do we want to leave the other person thinking about us now if we're if we're not bothered and we just want to like carry on in our own world and 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 not worry and then that's fine as well but if we want to perhaps change the conversation change the communication then stepping back making ourselves more aware of it making it more conscious then we can improve for the future and, and what this does for you is it settles those emotions down as well and it helps you to stop living in fear so perhaps you can relate to this but whenever i'm pushing myself out of my comfort zone or i'm facing a challenge i will sometimes 
approach it from a place of fear. And when I do that, nothing sits comfortably. I worry. I don't sleep at night. When I sit down and look at it in a logical format and analyze and look at the the data and I've never really been a data person but certainly now I run businesses I've become much more aware of the figures and what they mean you can you have a, a, a clearer understanding and I believe that is the same for communication if you can sit down and look at how you communicate with people and look at the way you have that interaction and perhaps tweak it and change it then what happens is that those emotional conversations become less your relationships become sounder and improved and you can move forward with that and you just feel better about life in general rather than coming away from things always feeling like the hard done by person or that things haven't worked out for you and carrying that negative emotion constantly with you now again don't get me wrong i'm not saying that this never happens to me because that would be a lie so let me give you the example i'm going to give you and then we'll work from there so i was carrying out a shift in the coffee shop it was at the weekend it was a really busy day um and we had a lot of cyclists came in and they all kind of came in at, at one point there was only two of us working in there and it was it wasn't chaotic it wasn't carnage but there was a delay and it was working under pressure of kind of getting the orders out getting everybody fed and watered so they could get on their way and we had we do everything in order and i try to explain that to people when they come in you know that there is a queue there is a wait and that we will do everything in order so please be patient because there's only two of us and we make everything fresh so managing expectations which i've talked about in previous podcasts i was doing that then i believe anyways uh, one of the cyclists came in and it was um it was tiring working in there when you're under that constant pressure for a couple of hours it, it can be quite tiring uh, that's just an excuse that i'm making obviously so when he came in he said you know we've been waiting ages i just wanted a drink and cake and now we're going so can we have our money back and for me, I was like, well, we're super busy. Loads of cyclists have come in. I've got my head down. I'm working. But not just that, but when people come into the coffee shop that I own, I have a real value around my purpose of why we created that in the first place, which was to make everybody feel welcome, to provide great service, you know, treat people with kindness and respect and really just make life a little bit easier for other people. So when somebody comes in and I haven't achieved that, I've set these really high standards for myself and I haven't achieved that, that has a negative impact on me and I'm really disappointed. I suddenly find myself being really disappointed in myself, being disappointed in the fact I wasn't able to provide that service that that I am so proud that we most of the time can provide and that they wanted their money back and that they were going. So I was internalising all of this and all of this is obviously about me, 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 me and how I was going to approach it and what was going on. And so I felt he came across as quite abrupt and I did feel that I tried to explain, you know, about the queue and about all these people coming in at the same time. So we were coming at the conversation from two very different viewpoints. His was, I just want coffee and cake and I want to get on my way and I don't understand why I've had to wait so long when that's all I want. And my viewpoint was, we have a system that normally works, that we go through it. And everybody gets served on a first come first service basis and perhaps we can improve that you know in hindsight you look back and you go well maybe there is a different way of doing that in the future but what i learned from the conversation because i walked away from it i walked away from it disappointed in how the fact that they were leaving i walked away from it disappointed in that i hadn't handled the conversation very well because i was 
you know, had all of that internal dialogue going and I wanted to create a space where everybody felt that they could come in and, and have all this amazing service. Uh, but I never once really stopped during the, the conversation and considered it from his point of view of where he might be coming from. And on reflection, the things I believe I could have done better is I could have listened to him better. So just stopped what I was doing, focused on what he was saying, giving him my full attention. So I know that that works. We know that works through um, science and experiments and that being in the moment with somebody without lots of dialogue going on works. And he would have got a better service there and then from me just by me stopping everything and being in the moment with him and making him feel like a valued person, not just a customer, but a valued person. So in hindsight, that's what I would have done. I would have reflected his language back to him. So rather than finding an excuse and becoming immediately defensive of, you can see how busy we are, there's only two of us here, we're doing our best to get through the queue, I could have stopped, focused and said perhaps something along the lines of, you know, you sound really frustrated that you've had to wait this period of time and then let him speak and he would have offloaded his frustration. And by doing that, again, I would have made him, I believe, feel listened to, valued and somebody actually getting where he's coming from. And then thirdly, I think that perhaps I could have just summarized how he was feeling and just let the conversation go there, you know, and and. and give an apology and give an apology even when you give an apology uh, it's been shown that if you give an apology with a way that you can stop that happening again the apology means more so let me just explain that again so if you give the apology so you say i'm sorry i'm sorry that you had to wait and that you feel you have to go and then you give how you're going to improve that in the future and that has been shown in recent studies and research to have a greater impact because then the person actually thinks Oh, do you know what? You, you, you're not just giving me the, oh, I'm really sorry about that and not meaning it, but you're listening to my concerns, you're taking those on board and you're thinking of a way of how you can improve that. Now, it might not improve it right here, right now for me, but in the future, I can see how you would improve that. So let me just summarize that then. So we, we talk about listening, being in the moment, stopping what you're doing, putting everything down, making the customer or the person in your life feel valued because this works with everybody taking time to reflect back how they might be feeling, labelling a frustration, saying, you, you know, you sound frustrated about what's happened or words to that effect, and then letting them uh, carry on with their explanation of how they might be feeling and why. And then at the end, we just summarise it. So we just reflect back everything that they've said. And all of that is reflective language. And with reflective language, what you're doing is you're making a non-judgment. So... I've said this before in podcasts, I know, but when you reflect back, all you're doing is, if you think of a mirror, look in the mirror and you see a reflection and that reflection isn't judgmental, it's just a pure reflection of what you're seeing. And by reflecting back somebody else's language to them and what they've said to you, all you're doing is using their words, their opinion, their thoughts and their feelings. So you you don't put your own opinion in it, you don't become judgmental and you leave the person feeling more valued and uh, a better relationship is formed, whether you agree with each other or not. So that's just a simple conversation in the coffee shop that happened. This is what you can learn from your emotional conversations when you step back and look at it. How could I have done that better? What would have worked better in this situation? 
And certainly I walked away from that feeling disappointed because it goes against my values and belief system. I know I'm hard on myself on a regular basis, but I've, I've, I really believe that when you learn something and you have, it, you have a knowledge or an experience, that it's important to share it with other people so that we can all learn from that. So I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. Have a great week, whatever you're doing. And I look forward to speaking to you soon. Hey everybody, Nikki again. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast and thank you for joining me. You can find me on social media at Nikki Comms Coach at Twitter and The Communication Coach on Facebook and thecommunicationcoach.co.uk. Please like, share and review and I look forward to speaking to you soon. <laughs>